This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For all NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up, y'all? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast, and we're back. It's Nat and Justin. We're here to bring the vibes. And the vibes are needed. They've been missing. So Jordan helped us get those vibes. Let's start with him. He was the story of the night, right? First the Raptors. He went off, carried the team. This is what he gets paid to do. This is what we expect him to do. We know he's capable of doing this. So it was a welcome sight to see Jordan doing his thing. Yes, I get it. It was the Raptors. And they've been on a downturn anyway. So this is a game they should have won and needed to win. But... That's what you need to do. You need to just start winning the games you're supposed to win, right? And can win without Steph. So, yeah, mm-hmm. great, great win. A lot of excitement I saw on the TL. So, um, yeah. How did you enjoy the game, Justin? Yeah, it was a good, great effort from them. They established early on their, like, defensive identity. You know, like you said, it is the Raptors, and the Raptors kind of struggle with being able to hit shots outside and stuff like that. But I think they came out with the right intensity. Um, Pascal tried his best to kind of carry the Raptors offensively with some of his shot making, but um, they, they held steady. I think the Raptors end up shooting under 40% or something on the game. Mm -hmm. So they did what they were supposed to do in a defensive end. And Jordan was just steady throughout the entire game. Um, He was showing that he could be that four level score that he's shown that he could be you know like last year four level score wait a minute four what's level. the fourth level the free throw line the free throw line so yeah <laughs> so he, he was hitting threes he was getting to the basket hitting middies and when he got fouled he hit his free throws like that's the fourth level right that's there. the fourth level <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a just so, an invention or that's a real thing i mean i've never heard anybody else say it but Okay. I, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody else said it before, but because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wait, did I miss something? Like, uh oh, my like, did I miss?" Yep. I like it. So, Four level scores. That's what we're rocking with. Yeah, yeah. He but then by be that, that definition, like Ron isn't a four level scorer. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Right. The free throws is has been his kind of downfall in that in that regard for the majority of his career. Correct. Um, yeah. So yeah, Jordan was that. He I want to say he hit like six threes or something like that. He could have got fifty. Um he like his last two or three shots kind of rimmed out when he was trying to get fifty, but um, I said before the season started that him, Steph, and Clay were going to have multiple 40-point games individually. Um, and they're all, I think Steph's at three and him and Clay are both at one at this point. So I think they'll both, they him and Clay are both getting together, up. together, though, while they're on the court. Even if it's just two of them. I can't expect three to have those kind of games. But even if yeah. it's not like 40-point games, like, you know, one with the 40, one with like a, you know, 30, and then maybe the other with the, like, I just want a game where all three of them, like, kind of do their thing. And mm-hmm. I don't have we had one like that yet this season? This season, I got to go check the box scores, but I don't think so. Um, it's just tough because they're all rhythm players. You know what I mean? Especially Clay at this point in his career. He's not a guy who can typically go from cold to hot um, as much as he used to be able to. Um, but, yeah, it's just tough because, you know, when one of them's out, then it allows the other two guys to get the amount of shots and the rhythm and the touches that they need to really get going. Um, Steph is going to get going, like, regardless, even unless he's just, like, out of it. You know, he has those games where he's just kind of, like, letting other guys do their thing. But I think Jordan and Clay are definitely more dependent on touches to be their, the best version of themselves. And uh, it's just going to be tough for them to all have a game where they combine for, like, 80 together. You know what I mean? So maybe it's coming if – you know, it's just one of those nights where they all got it going. Like against last year against Milwaukee, I think Steph, I mean, not Steph, Clay and Jordan really had it going and Steph kind of took a back seat. But I don't know. It's just, it's just tough to get three guys on that type of heater for them to do that. But well, Milwaukee, last year, Milwaukee, same like this year, where they were really focused on trying to stop Steph. So he just like let his mm-hmm. teammates cook. Yeah. But yeah. the thing is, they weren't cooking this game this year. I think. <laughs> right. That was literally it. That's the difference between this year's game and last year's game. Uh, and maybe when they play in San Francisco, they'll have like one of those games where all with those two are picking up the slack. But yeah. look, it was definitely nice to get a road W. And we'll talk a little bit about their next two upcoming games on the road. But I really feel like they should win one of those two games. The Knicks have been on a run. Like they, you know, they've Nets been playing too. well. Nets too, yes, but mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think like, I saw a stat. It was like it's the first time in like however many years that both the Knicks and Nets are on a six-game winning streak at the same time. So I mean, but like the Nets, like they have at least two like stars, right? And it's the second night of the back-to-back, so that's like advantage to me already. Nets and. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Kerr is gonna play Clay. He should. I feel like during this time with Steph out, there should not be any like I'm not playing you on back to backs. But also because they're gonna have a few days before the Christmas game, I feel like you can just play him because there's gonna be like three days to rest, you know, before Christmas, and then hopefully you're getting Andrew back anyway. So that would be like a jolt. So I'm hoping he plays Clay both games, but I don't know. So that's why I'm saying like they need to be able to win one of those games. So. I'm going to say like the Knicks game, you know, like they're, I would still say they're the inferior team. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely go for that game more. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the goal should be to split the games, but if you can win both, that would be great. I'm trying to see if, nope, the Nets do not have a game before they play the Warriors. So they will be having today, tomorrow off. 
So they have two. <laughs> they have two days two of days rest. Up. Yeah, like yeah. So definitely advantage to them as far as energy level going into that game, but we'll see. I mean, Draymond gets up for playing against KD, so we'll see. Young uh, legs and Kaminga. Right, right. This is a game Kaminga can really make an impact because he's going to have to guard KD. He's, he might have to guard Kyrie at some point too. Um, he got to be careful of that swipe through because you know KD going to try to get him with it. Yeah, yeah. Just uses. Use his body, not not necessarily his hands. Make sure his hands are up because KD has a high release. Um, you know, try to crowd him up and stuff like that. So it's gonna be an interesting game for sure. If they beat the Knicks down, like and just blow them out, and it might be, you know, a game where they just like, all right, we're gonna have enough energy to play against the Nets. So hopefully that's what happens. Yeah, I mean, it would be great if they could get that and get back to 500. But then if they lose the next day, they'd go back a game under 500. I'm just hoping, like, look, this home stretch is coming up at a good time because they should all just play better at home. So hopefully that can at least help them hover or stay near or around 500 with stuff out. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I know stuff's going to be reevaluated in two weeks, but Shams was saying that they they're expecting like a month and i know like this injury is like four to six weeks depending so i sort of feel like if they're hovering around 500 or can get a little bit over it may be like a little over four weeks you know like closer to six weeks but like if they're really struggling it might be like all right four weeks you know so um obviously i want stuff to be well and to be better but for my own selfish reasons I want him at least back within those four weeks because like this is like when I'm making my trip to the Bay and it's not even just about like, Oh, cause I mean, I've seen Steph play. It's just that like, you know, I'm going to have the opportunity to do a post game and like go ask questions. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? So Mm -hmm. going by your 24 day timeline, which did you do that before Shams reporting about the 30 days or you had already known about that and still said like 24 days. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, I want to say it was, uh, I want to say after. after. Yeah, I was just thinking, yeah, I was just thinking four weeks in my mind. And I think Shams might have uh, just confirmed, confirmed that. But yeah, I was just thinking what's a month, what's a month ahead from when he actually got injured. And that's around that, that time where they go yeah, back. So on that, the road. I think like you said, like 24 days, that would put him back for the Orlando game. So my hope was like, maybe he could like, come back for that Suns game um because mm-hmm. you think they're probably going to want to try to like if possible play him at home a little bit before going on the road yeah that's my that was my thought well I hope you're right Justin um Same. I really hope you're right um because I really would like the opportunity obviously to watch stuff play but also to like who knows I may not even get to ask him a question but I just want to like be you know like mm-hmm in that environment and seeing it. And so I'm hoping that he just, you know, has like some kind of speedy, quick recovery, which is possible, you know? So anyway, 
Yeah, like reevaluated in two weeks, so right. They can say, yeah, they can say, oh, he's good. We only got another week and a half before, you know. So we'll see. Yes, I'm a little all over the place because, like, we haven't talked in a while because we didn't record after the Philly game, right? Um, and the last time we recorded, we knew about Steph's injury because it happened that game, but we were sort of just speculating and we have more information about that. And then we got a win last night. So we have to like dig into some of this stuff. Like we just kind of scratching the surface level, but we got a lot to, to, to discuss. So I'm a little curious. Okay. Last night's game was good. Um, Fans were not pleased that Ty Jerome and we know why Ty Jerome has to play, right? Like I suppose they need another ball (laughs) handler. Um, and that's what you told me. That's what people like Justin tell me. And he's very smart. So I listen to Justin, but, um, <laughs> um, but people, the, the TL, the fans, dub nation, they were not pleased that Ty Jerome and the combination of Anthony Lamb, those two were getting minutes over, um, Jonathan Kaminga. Um, and so what were, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, um, like you said, Ty Jerome just provides some more ball handling, so they they kind of need to play him just for the point guard duties and just bringing the ball up the court and stuff like that. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes with the ball, like turning it over, <clears throat> so they can rely on him when Steph's out to provide. I didn't like that. that three he shot. What game was that in Philly to end the quarter? Like he, do you remember? Did you? I don't was it the half or the I don't remember what it was, yeah. but it was about to be the end of the quarter, and they were like trying to get something, and they had like I think almost like the full shot clock, and I'm just watching him dribble and dribble. I'm like, <laughs> I know this fucking clown is gonna take the shot, and he took it and he bricked it. And I'm like, I knew this fucker was gonna shoot the shot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I tweeted. <laughs> yeah, the two way guys kind of get ahead of themselves with the shot selection sometimes. Um... Like who? think they are like uh, i remember times like kerr getting on stuff about his shots and these fucking guys come in the game like <laughs> what is going on <laughs> yeah they are not trigger happy at all which has kind of been the opposite of the role players that the warriors have employed over the years uh yeah so ty <laughs> ty he plays to to provide that and then lamb I mean, it's just the same story with Lamb all the time, like, quote-unquote, bigger body, but he really can't guard bigs. Like, Toronto, he just looks small against Toronto and Philly. So, him playing over Kaminga sometimes doesn't make sense. But Kaminga last night, he kind of reverted back to, like, being a little bit too jump shot happy, I think. Um, He settled for a lot of mid-range pull-ups when he could have really enforced his will at the rim a little bit more. He had one drive on Chris Boucher where he just went hard left, and Chris Boucher was just – kind of too too thin for him. So he just turned the corner on him and went straight up and kind of body through him and got the tough layup. And he could have did that all night if he wanted to, but he kind of settled a little bit. So but I think that's why Curry didn't trust him. In-game teachable moment. Like, isn't that just like yeah. a pull over and say something to him? Does it always have to be, I'm going to bench you? Like, what the fuck? I see that trigger happy idiot. Sorry. I see that trigger happy player shoot i see lamb fucking up all over the court last game i was like get this guy off my fucking team right like he was making mm. all kinds of mistakes he's not benched why does Kaminga always have to be benched that's a good question that's you know steve kerr he i guess he's doing his low his best phil jackson type of 
Shit is hell impression where he tries to he tries to do play mental games with his players. Uh, so I'm assuming that's what it is. Same thing with Moody. Like for some reason, he tried to make it seem like Moody is just like this mistake maker. Um, <laughs> and he was like, and the turnovers. I'm like, bro. He doesn't turn over any more or less than any of the exactly. Other Do you know what team we have? Like, right, right. And Moody played well again. He didn't necessarily like. He's and this is kind of what I feared with Moody, where the you put too much of a locket on his game. So now he's just doing strictly role player stuff, right? Which is cool, but you want to see, especially a lottery pick, you want to see him go out there and make some plays that other guys don't typically make, like being able to score and, you know, make plays like Jonathan's going out there and he's kind of found his niche within his role, but he'll also provide some things that they need that are just dynamic stuff that other guys on the team can't do. I think Moody can be that type of shot maker for them. Um, just offensive player, like attacking close out and making a play off the dribble. I mean, he averaged 30 plus in the G league for a reason he can score. Like that's his, that's his thing. So, um, I'd like to see Moody get his confidence back a little bit more in his offensive game and they let him explore that some more. Uh, but if he's doing the role player things, which he's been doing, playing defense, playing hard, going after rebounds, even if they're not in his area, creating more opportunities for his team, um, then he should get more minutes and he should get a, a longer rope. So hopefully that's what's coming. But we'll sure. see. Moody be out there hustling. And right. that's the only look. There's never a great thing for Steph to be out and injured, but this is what I see as the positives that these guys are going to be forced to get minutes and hopefully can cement, you know, permanent spots in the rotation. Um, I mean, I know Kaminga's going to have one, but I would like to see Moody, even if he's like a 10th guy, like, you know, I would just like to see him or someone like maybe they're struggling, can't get a little offense and curves. Like, you know what? Let's try Moody and feel comfortable enough to like put him out there. So, mm-hmm. That's my hope for him. But you know what? Let's break right here. We have more to get into. Um, and the vibes are back. The vibes are back. Even if it's just for one game or one episode, the vibes are back today, right? <laughs> yep. It's kind of like a, that theme. We're going back and forth. Good to bad. Good to back, bad. Back, back, back and forth. You know that song? That's Aaliyah. That was of a little course. before your time. Oh, you know. Come on now. I know that song. <laughs> What's going on? That's crazy. I'm wild disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Come on. I don't even know what you youngins know. All right. Y'all, we'll be right back. It's Golden Spaces. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> 